And then um, right on time. When the mayor shows up, the bill administrators show up, they come to my float. And they're like, oh, this is a very nice float. And I'm like, thank you. And then my mom's like, thank you with my idea. And they're like, oh, and I was like, yes, it was, you know. And then, you know, at 1030, the parade starts and I was such a stereotypical douchebag, you know, and that's OK. Gina called me out on it. Sarah, I, I, I was not going to tell you, but I'm going to now. But uh, Gina said that if I would tell you that you'd be on her side. But we passed out pens. We passed out um, lip balm, berry flavored lip balm. OK. And koozies. OK. I gave all the men the koozies. And yeah. Very upset with me. I like a koozie. Eric likes lip balm. She was like, why are you passing all the men koozies, Jordan? I was I, like, I prefer unscented, unscented lip yeah, balm, Yeah, mixed please. berry yeah. is a little strong for me. That's a but... bit, uh, that's like a lip smacker, and I, I'm just not yeah. about that. Yeah, not so much. I really want to try, like, Dr. Pepper lip smacker. I've seen them. <laughs> the OG? Really, really throw it back to the, yeah. the 90s. Hello, and thank you very much for downloading this most recent episode of Movie Guys Podcast. You can download many more episodes at movieguyspodcast.podbean.com. To prepare for this, uh, I asked my wife, hey, do we want to show uh, Riley Twister with us? She's like, no, that's bad. And I was like, it is? And I was trying to think what was bad about it, weather, you know? So um, I watched the movie, and, and Riley watched it with us last night. She thought it was great. Uh, tonight we're talking about Twister. Eric, how the hell are you doing? More excited to talk about this director, uh, Jan DeBon here, who... We all know from Speed fame. That was his yes. uh, big opening right there. But he also did Speed 2 Cruise Control. Uh, and he also did The Haunting, which we reviewed last Two. year. Two years ago. Two years ago. Wow. Uh, it's been that long already. And um, with that being said, Sarah, how do you uh, feel uh, comparing The Haunting to Twister and to Speed? Wow, I was not prepared for that comparison. Um, I was prepared to respond to Jordan. Uh, the first, I, I have told this story before, um, when we watched Dirty Dancing a couple of years yeah. ago. The yeah. first time I saw Twister was when a babysitter bought, brought us Twister and Dirty Dancing. And my brother was at an age where Dirty Dancing, or where Twister was too scary. So we put Dirty Dancing on so he would fall asleep. We watched that, and then we watched Twister after for a double feature. Uh -huh. uh, but I, I'm trying to think. I think my brother was maybe a, a couple years younger than Riley. So, like, the storm at the beginning was really scary. Right. Um, especially, like, where we live. You know, we get tornadoes. We get bad weather. Um, you know, it's it's kind of a reality. So I'm surprised that uh, Gina let Riley see see this movie of the ones recently that she has banned her from. Well, again, I, I have accidentally took her to see Thor 4. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and she's seen Jurassic World 3. I mm -hmm. mean, I mean, again, what's scary about this movie? Weather? Yeah. Uh, I mean, I get nervous when the weather's bad. and. Oh, I get nervous, too. Like anybody. Yeah, anybody would, Sarah. But again, it's, it's a movie. Tornadoes don't do what they do in this movie. This, this is, is very true, and we have is, lots to say about that. Yeah, this is this is ridiculous. This is camp. But I will say, uh, still holds up for me. Uh, this movie came out in 95, 96. I, my dad took me to go see it in theaters. This movie was very infamous, was very infamous for uh, blowing speakers because of the deep bass rumbles and all that stuff. Uh, I loved the movie then. I didn't watch it for a few years later. Got it on VHS. Loved it again. Uh, it's been it's probably been a good 10 years since I've seen this, maybe longer. But I was excited to come back to this. And it was one of those movies where it's like, okay, I can just skip and watch the scenes, right? Because I've seen this a hundred times. No, I didn't. We watched the whole thing through. Riley was so excited. I'm not making this up. She was like, when's the big one coming? Because we told her it was <laughs> F1, 2, 3, 4, 5. Uh -huh. She was into it. She was completely into this. It's, Eric, it's, do, you, do you guys you guys share my – come on. You guys share I think so. It's a good thriller to, to ease into it, to, to start off into – that part i'm trying to see when this movie came out it, it, 96 the, well the uh not the year uh, the the month wow. because 96 was a huge year for movies this is peak blockbuster summer era this is uh, where you have a, a lot of movies going independence day came out in 96 yep independence uh, day came out scream so. came out in 96 uh jordan's favorite matilda uh <laughs> Far fargo came out in 96 mm. 
yeah, so you got a lot of uh, of good stuff, a lot of good blockbusters that are coming out uh, at this time, and, and people are eating it up. And so why not when you get to something like Twister, where it is uh, got an all-star cast, right? Helen Hunt, for some reason, uh, Hollywood shows her to be on the rise, and so she's on her, on her way here with her mediocre looks and even more mediocre acting. Whatever. She because 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 didn't she get nominated or won the Oscar for a few years before this with as good as it gets? Uh yeah, I think she So that's why. Yeah, well she's cashing in on that. That was the year after, I believe. That good as good as it gets. Uh this was the big one, right? Because she Oh, this was the big one. Okay. Yeah, this was her big transition because she was T V. She was Yeah, mad, 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 mad about you with Paul mm-hmm. Reiser, yeah. And so I'm sure she did her odd jobs and, you know, movies here and uh, TV there. But I think it was through that success that she jumped up a bit more and became, uh, oh, yeah, right here, looking at uh, Twister. Uh, oh, Castaway. That's right. She was the mom or oh, the wife, yeah. right? Wife. Uh-huh. I thought she was absolutely fine in this movie. And also not ever acting, but her looks, too. I thought she was a beautiful woman. What are you, what are you complaining about, mediocre? That's not a complaint. That's an observation. Oh. Okay, I, I thought she was completely fine. I was happy with her. I oh, like I like Bill. Go, you go right ahead, man. I'm just saying, but uh, yeah, she is a very obtainable person, woman in this, right? She's a little bit of crazy, uh, in with the company that she keeps. But sure, uh, in it seems like in her contract for all of her movies, it said Helen Hunt, blonde, must wear white shirt, tank top, at all times, mm-hmm. because she this will movie, get wet. Yeah, as we know, as good as it gets, there's a big, uh, big scene in there, and yeah, so that's okay. What women want, right? I'm sure. Ooh, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Her okay. They want to not wear white tank tops with no bra in a film where they're getting wet. Yeah, they do that for nighttime. Sorry, and I do. I do have a bit of a judgment, judgmental bias, like her and like uh, Kira Knightley, who kind of, uh, or uh, oh, oh, who was um, I can't think of her name. Uh, she's an American Horror Story, Paulson, Sarah Paulson. Yeah. Where their entire career is based off of one reactionary look, where it's just mouth agape, eyes confused, almost to like a point of crying, but it just seems to be kind of the same thing. Owen Wilson like gets Sarah big Paulson. off of, of wow, and it's just that's just yeah, I, I get you, but like her and like Leah Michelle have one bit. They do the same thing over and over again, where they get dramatic and then they are about to cry, but then they don't kind of cry. It's just, it's just the same. I get it. It works. It's typecasting, though. I think. I I was a big fan of this movie when this was coming out because uh, I, I remember, and I even wanted to make sure that this wasn't like one of those. Oh, one of those, like, a, not a Mandela effect. Maybe one of those, where, like, you think it's something, but it's not. Yeah, Mandela, uh, Mandela effect. Where, for some reason, I had it in my head that the trailer said, from the producer of Jurassic Park and the director of Speed or something like that. Like, they were pushing that, pushing that, pushing that. And some early posters that said that on the poster, like, they were pushing Jurassic Park. Which, I mean, Jurassic Park came out three years before. This is, this is big. This baby. is this is big. Uh, we get we get uh, uh, Robin Hood himself in this movie. Mm-hmm. Right? I mean, this this good Bill Paxton, the late great Bill Paxton, in that beautiful ramp, which freaked me out. Because uh, if people don't know yet, I work insurance, and in the beginning of the movie, where Helen Hunt's truck crashes, gets picked up by the tornado, and crashes, and she goes, "That's a beautiful truck, Bill Paxton." He's like, "Great," and he's like. Uh, what do you do? And she's like, what kind of coverage you got? Liability only. I was like, oh! <laughs> oh, that's funny. Oh, that's kind of an insurance joke. Mm. So, now, I said at the beginning of this, move, of this review that I said to my wife, what's there not to show the seven-year-old to be afraid of weather? Is this movie scary? Is this movie really supposed to be scary? Is it, Or is it just supposed to be... A drama piece. I'm not saying this to be cheeky. Like I'm literally asking because a, I don't see this movie as terrifying. It's a thriller. Yes. Is it a thriller though? Even. Y- yes. Yeah. Yeah. It has thrilling have, have you scene. been through a tornado before? Uh, close. Okay. Well, like, yeah. 
Well, it's scary. Jordan's at the part right. Jordan, you you must be in charge of the new Academy Awards right now, and you we would put something as Twister as labeled as comedy, right? Just like the bear was labeled as comedy for Golden Globes or something like that. Like this is, or The Martian as best comedy. What? That was anyway. That was not nominated for comedy. Oh, you're gonna disappoint. Be very disappointed in yourself when you check that Google, buddy. The Marshall oh, was nominated man, for, real. for Best Comedy. Best Comedy Musical, wow. I believe. Okay, look. Uh, what I'm trying to say is um, I get that there's thrilling scenes, but I but I, I see this more as a drama. Like, it's just strictly. I would say 90% of this is drama, right? Because Gina even said after uh, after the opening, right? We'll get into the opening. But after the opening, she was like, oh, yeah, I forgot. It takes like 30 minutes until we see a tornado. Like, it takes its it, time. It opens with a tornado. You don't even see it. You do. You literally see it take away the father. Did you guys you watch see, the same movie? That's why you it's see. so scary. Oh. Well, we don't know what happened. Movie guy rules. Don't give me that look, Sarah. Eric knows it's true. No body, I know, no I death. know the rules, but they did later say, you know, her father died in this tornado. No, 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 no. We're going to go off of Jordan's... Uh, title here and then you know what twister 2 jordan you can make the script for this one the father comes back yeah 40 years later joe's dad comes back and, and he's like guess what i finally touched down on their tornado and let me go yeah what and you can go ahead and write that story i cannot wait to to hear your your idea for this one pitch it i'm just saying well i don't know twisters is coming out next year so we'll see dad where have you been well my body wasn't here so you know i'm not dead <laughs> I get yeah, you, but well, that's that's at least you know when they mention it, like it's I know, I ended know. a thirty-year time jump. Uh, okay, so all jokes aside, uh, this opening I will give it a lot of compliments, right? So uh, they're in Oklahoma, I believe, and he even says like like I like how they allude to the big bad at the end, right? The big bad's the F five, mm-hmm. yeah, right. It's like I mean, like the dad even says, "God bless home sound bar subwoofer systems," because there's stuff in this that I didn't even hear or remember as a child. Like the dad picks up Joe, baby Joe, and says, "They believe it's an F5." Like I didn't even hear that before. I was like, "Oh, that's cool," you know. So like they're alluding to it, um, and the dad gets tries to save the family when the tornado's going over the uh, storm cellar and gets sucked up. Question now: This is like the Rose Jack. She could have saved him the thing. Was that necessary? Could have they survived if they went all the way back into the cellar? Or do you yeah, think they would- if they survived, if Joe and his mom and her mom survived, then he easily could have just let go of the door and uh, just went back down in there. Um, but again, yeah, according to how tornadoes work in this movie, you can just hide under a bridge and the tornado will not pick you up. So he should have been safe. Yeah, the tornado chose obviously Joe's father, and uh, right. that's that's what we're dealing with. And so this is why we need someone who can speak to the tornadoes. We need yes. uh, like some sort of uh, uh, soothsaying, yeah, a doctor of some sort that uh, you know uh, that you cannot train you're you can't teach this man okay he's born with it and that's Bill Paxton and that's Bill Paxton right there Bill, okay Bill Paxton is amazing in this movie I wanted to grow up to be Bill he Paxton certainly, he this certainly thinks so you don't think so Jordan uh, this movie uh, I would say very much like the blockbusters in its time that any actor could go in here and yell for three weeks and get a little wet, get a little dirty, get the paycheck, and you would have had the exact same performance. There's Guess no who, way, there's very little you can do to, to screw this up. Did you guys read who was casted and costume fitted and was on set for like maybe like a day or two and then bowed out because they didn't think it was for them? Who's hmm. that? Tom Hanks. Ooh. Tom Hanks. Interesting. That's, that is that is IMDb trivia. I was reading it last night. He was casted. He was costume fitted. He didn't shoot any scenes. He was on set for like a day, maybe two at the most. And then he was like, yeah, no, I'm going to do Apollo, Apollo 13 or Apollo 11, whatever. It was Apollo 13, Apollo 13. and that was definitely the right choice for him. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I would, again, uh, just say that this role, all it requires of the most of them, and that's why it's, I would disagree if you call it, if you guys call it a drama, is because uh, more than half their dialogue, I'd say, is a lot of them yelling or just kind of reacting and freaking out. There's a lot of running in here, too, and mm-hmm. that's just kind of like a minimal thing that you could do as a, as a director. Just kind of like, okay, I need you to be 
Hey, remember the uh, the uh, 30 scenes that we just did where you were freaking out? Okay, keep that going. We want to keep that going. Uh, it, then every once in a while, I think they filled out a lot of those dialogue scenes um, pretty easily. They were, except for maybe the Philip Seymour Hoffman ones. He seems to be having a good time, and uh, maybe even improvising a lot of those. There is a cut. I also read this on IMDb too, and I'm gonna try to find it. So there's a cut where you see Philip Seymour Hoffman's full genitals. Yeah. Why? So I guess there's a scene in the beginning of the movie where Bill Paxton and his wife, oh shoot, it's not his wife, but his Melissa. Sister, Melissa. When they show up and I guess Philip Seymour Hoffman is like um, sitting with his one leg over his knee kind of, you know, style. And I guess yep. he lifted it up on purpose and all of it fell out. <laughs> um, and I believe on the IMDb trivia, so don't quote me. So if anybody wants to look up, they can. Not only you guys, but um, listening. Something about it was they didn't catch it so it was released in theaters like that <laughs> and then it was released on vhs like that but then somebody mm -hmm. caught it so then they digitally removed it with um dvd video oh that's disappointing right but i guess it just all fell out um no i actually actually like the drama in this aspect um what i mean by that is we get 30 some years later so 1995 96 Joe is a grown woman. Is she younger than us? I think they're supposed she to be She is. So I, we did talk about this, and we looked it up. Uh, Helen Hunt was 33 when this movie came out. Oh, God, I feel terrible. Bill Paxton. Paxton, yes. Bill Paxton was 41. But, yeah, Helen okay. Hunt was uh, 33. So she's, she's younger than her. supposed to be our age-ish. <laughs> God damn. All right. So, yeah, I mean, like, so... So, so she's grown up to be a, a storm chaser. She has her ragtag group of storm chasers. And then there's this bad guy group where they're corporate sponsors by, I'm going to murder the name so Eric can make fun of me, Carrie Ewells? Elwes. Elwes? Carrie Elwes? Yeah. Um, is he really a bad guy? Good question, Jordan. We were talking about I would, that. We did. Who is the villain in this movie? I think it's him just because, I mean, Bill Paxton made it very clear that he stole his idea, which obviously that's the case, though. Bill Paxton is the villain yeah. of this movie. Why is and Bill Paxton? here is why. Okay. Uh, Bill Paxton, Helen Hunt, and Carrie Elwes, um, they mentioned that they worked in a lab together, and so that's where Bill Paxton says, you stole my idea, blah, blah, blah. You know, they're in a lab. Who's who's to say the idea was not the group of them, and then they sort of split somehow. Whatever. Does not okay. matter. Bill Paxton brings his fiance to get divorce papers from Helen Hunt. Uh, sure. Okay. That's fine. It's a little weird, but whatever. And then gets drawn into this whole drama of storm chasing. He doesn't just say, honey, maybe you should just sit this one out. I'm going to put you in the path of F3s, F4s, and then an F5. We're going to stick you in the path of major tornadoes and risk your life. And doesn't even think twice yeah. about any of it. Just says, hurry up. And that's why Bill Paxton is the villain of this movie. He he was reluctant to take her. And I will, I will also go with this. Joe, Helen Hunt, is kind of a jerk in this movie, too, because it is alluded that he's been trying to get her to sign these papers time and time again because sure. what this is what april may maybe time and he was like you're supposed to sign them back in december and she goes i didn't read it in december so this makes me show you know that she doesn't want to divorce him she doesn't have time for him she doesn't care he brings her along because it's like hurry hurry rush rush let's go and then it takes what the whole movie she doesn't even sign the document because they're what at the beginning of the movie where the end. She, she misses a page, and misses then the page. by you. the time she does do it, uh, Melissa has had enough and leaves Bill Paxton and right. goes off, thankfully. Right. Saves so is, herself. So is Bill Paxton really the villain, or is it Joe? Yes. Joe is power-hungry, right? Oh, because I could say both of them are. Now, They're not great people. Here, I'll ask you this, is because through this, this movie, which is, by the way, within 24 hours, right, from start to finish, Mm -hmm. uh, uh, the uh, the the time period, which I think is a something that should be on the list there of movies that take place in a day. Now, given the interactions of everyone and their relationship history, what would you assume about Bill and Joe? How do you think like uh, their story is? Because I I think 
that they obviously worked together and they they fell in love working together kind of in that syndrome mm-hmm. right your your coworker and after a while maybe there was that fight for i don't know they just couldn't get along and you see it in the car a bit more where you know oh back to the same old thing oh i never did this oh well you never if you well if you just let it go and they would just do this back and forth it seemed very much to me like he was more attacking and she was on the defensive, and she's just trying to try to do her job, and he was just short fused about, geez, about about everything. This guy really did seem like he was full of himself and very sure of himself about everything, mm-hmm. very cocky, and uh, maybe that's what split them apart. I, and I I don't know. Maybe she fell in love back in love with him because she fell in love with this that that storm chaser guy. The passion right kicks in where she sees him talking to the storm. Um, and wrestling that tornado and, you know, guiding it, telling it where to go. Get over here, tornado. Go left. It's pulling southeast over there. <laughs> I do have to uh, disagree. It takes place over two days. Oh, does Because it? the next day, next day is the F5. Yeah. But that was because the the drive-through, right? That's like, that yeah. But, but most of it, most of it night. takes place in the first day, and then overnight is the the drive through, and then the next day is the F five. Yeah, but I, okay, because I don't think they ever slept. Because at that drive through, that's when they found out that the tornado went through the the nice. ants. Yeah, yeah. And so then they just went over there to go save her. That house fell apart, and by mm-hmm. that time, it, it kind of was already on to uh, to the next scene there. So I don't know, maybe if they, you know, the morning of. Whereas the movie, when Still they the inter- when we introduced yeah. everybody, it was um, mid afternoon. So I'm thinking there's a full. It's less than 24 hours there. They hit up a lot of towns in a very short period of time. So I, sorry, I'm going to argue with you on this one. It's it's yeah, a two day right. movie. It's not a one day movie anymore. All right. Also, too, I also hold, hold on. Actually, can you prove that or disprove that? If you let me Google enough. Most certainly, oh, because God. at the beginning of all that, the people in the lab of uh, Dr. Jonas Miller had said uh, their observation that this is a series of storms they've never seen before. There's a cluster mm-hmm. that it's going to take passing, going to be passing over Kansas, and uh, yeah. So we'll we'll see how that how how that goes. I think that they were just t- referring to that one storm passing by, and that was probably 24 hours. I'm, I'm hoping at least. Kansas. So they're in Kansas? Oklahoma. Oklahoma, okay. excuse me. I said Kansas. Okay, I was like, they're in Kansas? Yeah, I, you, yeah, I, I, well, I mean, they could have been in Kansas. No, no, I did the thing where tornadoes and Wizard of Oz, I, I fell for it. Gotcha. <laughs> yeah, it did. Why she's looking it up. I actually, uh, I don't think Joe or, oh, God. Bill, Bill? is it? Bill Paxton. Yeah. 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 Um, I think. I don't think that Joe uh, is the villain as much as Bill. I think they both are. I mean, like, when they were in the car going after that first F one, she was poking him a little bit too. I mean, like I mean, like she definitely had some zingers in there. I think what what kind of got together is that I think they're both psychotic. I think they both love to throw the chase. I think they both have a death wish. I think that Joe wants to figure out tornadoes because a tornado on F five took her father from her, so she's been obsessed with those tornadoes ever since. That's on face value. And he's as, as crazy because he's outside after getting into a fist fight, and then he's talking to the to the sky. My <laughs> seven year old is like, he, "What's he doing, Dad?" True story. She goes, "What's he doing?" And I said, "Oh, he's 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 talking to the sky. He's he's figuring out a tornado." She goes, "You can do that." So we'll we call them weathermen, sweetie. <laughs> but you know, so I mean, like, I think they're both jerks. Um, and yeah, of course. I mean, I'm I'm just I'm just gonna take this movie at face value, right? The bad guy is the guy who was accused of stealing the tech. He had better looking tech, better vehicles. He had better team, more team. This guy is the bad guy. He went out and got corporate sponsors. This guy's a sellout. You know what I mean? So I completely believe when Bill Pax is like, "You stole Dorothy." Like I believe that. I think that's exactly what happened. So he definitely is the bad guy. And plus, the bad guys don't listen. And what happens when the bad guys don't listen? He dies. He dies. He doesn't even die as bad as his driver. Uh, nobody, no death. Oh. His driver gets it right <laughs> through the face, man. Pummeled by steel. 
died instantly, and this guy is flying through the air. Like, you don't was, think that's worse? I to don't know. know that your death is coming? I don't know if he knew that his death was coming. He was just flying through the air, right? A little bit. He was, he was in a truck getting thrown around by a tornado, which then drops him, and he dies in a fiery crash. Did, would you think that your car, upon impact, would blow up? No. In, a, in an F5 tornado? Maybe. Maybe not. No, I, I'm, at least I'm going to get crushed or impaled by maybe, flying maybe. debris. Not like his buddy did. Maybe if something initiated the, the spark, you know, we didn't start the fire. Uh, kept it going. Uh, also, uh, for that, I, I see one website just saying two days, but the Twister Wiki describes this as being over a 24-hour period. Oh. Yeah, well. Um, let's talk about the tornadoes, right, because those are the heroes. Uh, we get the first one, which is the F1 tornado, the weakest of the ones. Um, definitely the smaller tornadoes look the worst CG-wise. That F1 tornado in the farm field did not look very good. No. Uh, a lot it of the CGI was uh, maybe not the, the greatest. Uh, it, got it, it got yeah. better. It got better. Because after that, we got an F... Now, see, I'm confused about this movie, and I wanted to... I rewound it a few times afterwards just to kind of make sure. So I thought we were following one, two, three, four, five, you know, like F scale, right? Roughly, mm -hmm. yeah. But so we get the first one when they're under the bridge, right? Mm -hmm. And they don't get sucked up, right? That's an F1, clearly, right? Mm -hmm. But then the sidewinder, right? When Bill Pax is like, she's a sidewinder, right? Was that an F2? And then was the F3 the water spouse? Or was the F3 the one later when they do their dramatic scene in the rain and was above the hill? Because is the F4 at the drive-in? The F4 is the drive-through. The F3... Was that above the hill when they had their dramatic? Yeah, the power lines were coming up. So, uh, so in this movie, the F2 was the sidewinder? Yes. And the water spouts? Yes. Okay. Okay. Get rid of the water spouts. I, I I don't know why we're doing the water spouts. I actually think that's the weakest part of the movie because everybody's favorite line, right? They're driving cow, another cow. I think it was the same we're cow. We're learning about the different kinds of tornadoes. Yep. It's This is an educational and informational movie as well, Jordan. You which can play is, this on Saturday morning TV. Which is why Riley probably liked it so much. She was learning while she was watching. Yeah. Hey, man. Hey, man. That, that cow part killed for the seven-year-old. <laughs> I bet it of it course killed. never fails. It killed. Um, the sidewinder too was kind of interesting too, because like Bill Pax is driving and it's like she's gonna turn left, and like eventually it turns. How does he know that? Is the whole point of Dorothy for them to know that stuff? I don't even know why they no. made Dorothy if they have him. Right. No, the point of Dorothy <laughs> is to find out things like dew point and velocity and all of that yeah. information. The things any, that you can't find out from outside the tornado. Has anybody done research on this before the show or during that has shown that this, not Dorothy itself, but something like a Dorothy actually existed and this is what this is based on? Because it feels like this is some reality. No, I think uh, all the meteorologists saw this movie and just threw their arms up and it's like, all right, well, I guess we don't have to do anything else. I think, we're, I think we just solved it. I think weather is solved. Everyone, we can go home. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they have, Jordan. Sorry, I'll, sarcasm aside. Because uh, satellites also uh, would be, probably be a huge step up as well. Like, uh, they only they have were satellites about, in 96? I mean, of course they did, but now there are probably more way up there that are constantly monitoring, not just not just taking pictures. There's probably some that are you know dedicated to some patterns of wind, some dedicated to others of just taking, uh, you know, uh, I don't know meteorology, but I'm sure they have better high-tech satellites now. So was this movie, so like, do we think or do we absolutely know that this movie was kind of like a catalyst or maybe something happened like in 93 or 94 in real life to like make this basic block? Because I feel like this is something that scientists will come up with. You found out? You. You uh, during the 1970s and 80s, uh, groups of scientists uh, developed TOTO which was basically a steel drum full of sensors that they could do the same thing as they did in this movie. Um, it was retired in 1987, but it inspired screenwriters Michael Crichton and Anne-Marie Martin to develop stories around similar devices. Michael Crichton wrote this? Jurassic Park? I, I didn't say that. 
Okay. I said it inspired him to develop stories around a similar device. I did. I don't know who wrote that. Michael Crichton and Anne Marie Martin wrote this movie. Oh, then yes. Yep, this is a Michael Crichton movie. Oh, good God. Okay. I mean, like, so does that mean that it's good then? Because it's good. I like this movie. Just because Michael Crichton wrote it doesn't mean it has to be good. He wrote Jurassic Park. Jurassic Park, the book, is very different than Jurassic Park, the movie. I know. I like the book. Okay. I've read that. I Well, it took me two years, but I read it. I was just listening to a podcast today that was comparing uh, books to movies, and that was one that they were talking about. Um, they... It depends if you like dinosaurs. If you like dinosaurs, you like the, the movie better. Um, the if you don't care, then the book is the more important one because the book does not really focus on the dinosaurs as much. Um, it kind of focuses on the science and the math and all of that. And also they blow up the island at the end too. Right. Yeah. Uh, Spoiler. You, you ask if it's good or not, but again, a reminder that Michael Crichton, uh, again, a big fan of a lot of his stuff, you know, but not everything is a hit. He also wrote, uh, what, Timeline? Yes. Uh, Congo? Oh, yeah. Was Congo good? I don't remember. That's a, that's no, a killer gorilla Amy, movie, good right? Amy, gorilla. Ah. <laughs> uh, right. Was it, um, Tim it Curry? wasn't Jason Bateman. In, oh, who is Congo? the main character? Yeah. There was Laura Linney. It was in it. Um, that guy. Oh, uh, from Nip Tuck, right? Dylan Walsh. That's who I'm trying to think of. Yeah, Dylan Walsh. Long hair, Dylan. Anyway, Walsh. we have really. Yeah, we're, we're sideways. So okay. now we go to the F3 part, and this is where the big drama comes up, because this is when Bill confronts Joe that she's going crazy because she tries to get Dorothy up to F3 above the hill. And he was doing that big monologue of killing yourself will not bring your dad back. You're killing yourself, Joe. That's kind of stupid line, but it's still awesome. It's like killing yourself is not going to bring your dad. Well, of course not. Uh, no. no. Uh, we haven't talked about him besides the genitals. Philip Seymour Hoffman is a is 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 a gem in this movie. By the way. Yeah. Yep, he's the comic mm -hmm. relief, which you need to have to break tension in uh, thriller movies like this. Happens quite often. Randy Quaid, of course, in Independence Day. Right, that's true. Uh, yeah, or just basically anything Will Smith, I guess. Eric or Sarah, can you tell me one of, one of Philip Seymour Hoffman's first role where he got his brains ate? Um, Dawn of the Dead. That's a very good guess. It's a zombie movie. It is a little early 90s movie where he was the bully titled My Boyfriend's Back. Oh, nice. <laughs> I do remember that movie. Yes, he was the bully, and he, gets, and he gets hit in the head in the school, and his brains are falling out of his head, and the boyfriend eats the brains. That's awesome. Yep, that's Philip Seymour Hoffman. Um, let's talk about the ragtag crew here. I don't know anybody. Everybody's the scent a... of a woman? Yeah. Go ahead. Um, everybody's a stereotype, right? So we got... We got we got the rear, who was Philip Seymour Hoffman, and his job is to. Uh, that's not, see, that's the thing I want to talk to you guys. What is his job? What's everybody's job? So there's a lot of characters uh, in the the storm chasing team. Right. I don't know what most of them do. There's the guy who gives directions. There's Philip Seymour Hoffman. There's the guy who drives the truck. Like. I don't really know what any of them do. Yeah, that's why I want to know, because I'm like, what exactly is Philip Seymour Hoffman doing? What's his job? Yeah, um, well, I, okay, so he has the big old van with a satellite on it, right? I think that there, um, if I were to guess, because I think that there's like almost like 10 people, right? Something like that. Uh, uh, there, he, I would imagine, is, and maybe the one other guy is, or like Doppler. There's one probably okay. is queued into local mm -hmm. weather, and one yep. probably weather. Excuse me, the other one probably has like a satellite link or to like the lab and getting a Doppler effect. Uh, I think the one guy, um, uh, Alan Ruck, you know, a uh, uh, Cameron. Mm-hmm. Who was that? The guy in the truck? Rabbit. Rabbit. The oh, guy, Rab yeah, he's he's Cameron from uh, Ferris, Ferris Bueller. Bueller. Okay. Yep. 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 Uh, he might just be, you know, he's the, the direction uh, guy. Yeah, yeah, he's a director, kind of just uh, making sure everyone's planned and and that's mm -hmm. he's calmed up, ready to go. 
Uh, there's probably a few other people that, you know, have special uh, into their term tornado parts. One is maybe in charge of looking at Dorothy's uh, readouts, right? Or, That's you know. what that chick was doing at the end. How about we just say they all, uh, there's a lot of equipment involved and they all maybe are doing the same thing, if not, you know, too far from each other. And they're all just uh, monitoring all the different types of equipment. I would imagine that some of their jobs have probably been replaced just due to, uh, you know, convenience and... Nowadays, uh, yeah, yeah, nowadays, map yeah, guy. yeah, you probably just have everything done in one one van now, right? Probably. Mm -hmm. So then, with that, um, at the beginning of the movie, after Joe's father's death, we get into this lab, and then I have I've figured out, none of this is true, that Jonas, right? That's his name, the bad guy, right? Jonas, mm -hmm. Doctor Jonas, Doctor Jonas is with that lab, and then also Joe's team is with that lab. Like, I, why thought we... the, I thought it wasn't a lab. It was like a news station or a yeah. meteorological. Yeah, that was the, type place. The, the severe weather network. But then there was, uh, yeah, and they cut to the satellite before. But that was just cutting to the 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 national like severe storm network or something like that. Or like right? because Jonas's people because Jonas's people are talking to one of the dudes that had a speaking part during the F two when oh. it was sidewinding. Uh, and they alluded, at least this is what I thought, and maybe you guys can correct me on this, but I had thought that Dr. Jonas Miller was doing the same thing, but he did, he went to corporate, right? Instead of working on grants, or yeah. I guess he is on grant, but he's basically saying that whatever I find is your property, whereas the other uh, storm chasers, whatever they find is theirs to the highest bidder. So they're mercenaries. I think they're they're both other the same thing. They're independent. Thing, but yeah, they both one is doing it for the love of you know the the science of it, and the other one's just doing it to get the paycheck because he knows that there's an opportunity here to cash in. If you get this information from a tornado, you can take that and write a book, sell a book, you know, go to your whoever sponsored you, and you get to be you know your new face. Gotcha. Well, then we get into I would say. Maybe a maybe the big scene. I don't know if it's because the big scene is F five, but it was a pretty big scene when they go to the drive-in. Mm -hmm. I mean, that has anybody here been in Universal Studios, Florida? Yeah. Oh no, mm -hmm. not Universal. Uh, this was a ride. The uh, oh. the drive-in part. Well, it wasn't much of a ride. It was much. It was a. It was. It was a show. Uh, oh. My, uh, I went down there with my brother and my father. This was probably ninety eight, ninety nine. And this was the Twister ride, Twister the ride. And you stood, well, it was kind of like a stadium seating, if you will, but you were standing, right? And the stage was the, was the drive-in theater. Looked just like a set. And then they would have fake tornadoes that had no power mm -hmm. going, going through the set and destroying everything, right? And it was supposed to be like, oh, this is what it's like instead of a tornado, you know, that kind of thing. Um, of course, this is where everybody our age has probably seen The Shining for the first time, right? This was a big deal on the, on the screen. No? Not for Nobody. me. I'm pretty sure I had already seen The, the Shining by, by then. I don't know what this movie was. Well, I, said, uh, I had not seen The Shining when I saw, the, when I saw Twister. I was in the theater. I didn't, yeah, I didn't yeah. see The Shining until I was an adult. In, I think during the pandemic, I watched The Shining for the first time. Wait, 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 wait. Mm -hmm. During the COVID-19 pandemic? Yep. Really? Yep. When? Oh. Up in the cabin up north? No, it was before that. Oh, okay. No, I had seen it by that point. So your 30s. Uh-huh. Okay, First sidebar. What'd you think? Oh, I liked it. It was interesting. Oh. It's about faking the moon landing. You know that, right? Oh my gosh! It's Keep true. Moving. It's true. The mysterious middle room. Why was the manager in there? Why is there a window behind him? If he's in the middle of the hotel, who knows? What? Stanley Kubrick's trying to tell you. Anyways. Crazy. The little boy is wearing a, a crochet Apollo Eleven shirt. The carpet Sweater. matches the uh -huh. launching pads in Houston. Gosh, don't you see it now? Let's keep moving. No, I'm no, no. Actually, actually, I'm bringing up The Shining because because I didn't know what this was, right? I was I was in the movie theater with my dad, and I I didn't know, right? I am what ninety six, so I'm ten. 
Nine. No, no, damn, nine. I was born in 87, so nine. I was nine, and I was like, these these little girls, these little boys riding his, you know, his big wheel, and he turns a corner of these girls. And then the next time we see that screen in the background, the girls are murdered. And I was like, what's that? And he goes, oh, it's The Shining. I have it at home. <laughs> so I watched The Shining. And I, didn't, I was bored. I didn't understand what was going on. I didn't understand the guy and the dog. That was weird. <laughs> um, all, all work and no play. made Jack and old boy. It was over my head. Are we reviewing The Shining today no, or I, Twister? He likes The Shining more than Twister. Uh, no, I was just. And he oh likes the this little clip in The Shining more than Twister. That's how bad this movie was. Right? No, I'm sorry. I went on a rant. I'm sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. I was just trying. That's to... right. You were captivated by the incredible acting from our main characters here. Um, haven't you? Okay, how about this? How about this? Haven't you guys ever had that experience in your life though? Since we're talking about Twister, like where you see a movie, where you like, where you like see a movie. And then, like, there's like a real movie that's playing in the background, and you want to know what that movie is, and you try to figure out. But that, that's sure. what it was for me. Yeah, actually, uh, I, I'll give you one. It was I was watching Belly, and in the beginning, if you remember that Nas and DMX, yeah, um, and at the beginning of the movie, I think they went into DMX's kind of big uh, mansion apartment. And he was playing Gummo on his projector screen TV. And yeah, Gummo. Yeah, they showed that little, a little clip of Gummo, and I was like, what the hell kind of movie is this? And that's how it was introduced to Harmony Kane completely, was yeah. by that. So That's what I was just getting at. But there's a scene that we skipped before we get to the drive, and I do apologize, I want to talk about it, is the ant, right? And mm-hmm. and and whatever the town is. Uh, she was a fun character, nice old lady that you knew that was going to be in danger. Of course, she has the famous line, wow, was it Meg? Is that her Meg. name? Wow. Yep. Mm-hmm. wow, Meg, this is great beef. Where'd you where'd you find this beef? You see my cows out back? No. Oop. Uh, great <laughs> I thought that line. was fun. Great line. Now, here's a debate. I did not put the subtitles on. When they're explaining the F5 to Melissa, did the guy in the truck say it's the thumb of God? Finger. I thought I heard finger. I thought he said it was the thumb of God, but it was the finger of God. Uh, geez, I don't. I really don't know. And you got me second because, guessing now, Jordan. I, I uh, it is. It is finger of God. It's the finger of God because they're describing that an F five tornado is a mile long wide. It's wide. It's it's huge. Yeah. Um, Swanson had an F five tornado in nineteen oh nine. I think it's through- it's weird that these group of storm chasers was talking about the whole F scale, and then poor Melissa who, again, they were leading her into this question, setting her up, and she goes, what's an F5? And they all stop as if they're surprised that, oh, wh- huh, that's weird. We described her F4, F2, F3, and F1. Why would she even ask about an F5? It's like, I, why, you know, they just I don't think they asked like it. that. Because I would, they did, they all froze to be like... Well, they froze because it's, it's the finger of God, Eric. Well, is there an F6? Like, no. I don't, well, then, you know, it's like, I don't know anything about tornadoes. They seem like surprised that this person who doesn't know anything about tornadoes asked about a tornado. Um, whatever. I guess another small gripe I have about the movie because. I, I think their action was genuine because of another thing. Oh, that's right. Because in the movie, they even said that she says, has any of you ever seen an F5? And they're like, only, only one, one of, us. of us. And that's when she was taking a very sexy shower for some reason. Because she was very muddy. I know, but that was a very sexy shower for no reason. Come on. I had to get rid of those bangs, that's why. Just telling you, it was was a very sexy shower. Yeah, but I liked Meg. By the way, that's a real town, and if you go to that town, they have a Twister museum. They do. Yes. So uh, we get the infamous, like I said, shining scene, blah, blah, blah. Um, I was bummed about this. I don't know why this one's famous. Is it because you don't see the tornado and that's why? Because you don't know? Because Yeah, you get the lightning and the lightning lights it up every once in a while and it's like the scary thing. Yeah, It's coming for you. And they don't know because there's no system that allows them to find out early. Now this is 96. In our, in, in our timeline here, since we're talking about timelines before, right? Uh, they've already had this, right? They've already had like warning systems. Like Yeah, but yeah. I mean, I so I, you know, like you are, live out in the country. I grew up in the country. I don't remember tornado sirens when I was a kid. Um, I I know that they have them now where my parents live, 
um, right. where I grew up. But when I was little, I maybe not little, but I remember being 10 years old and my mom sending me upstairs to keep an eye on the weather because she was downstairs with all the daycare kids. And she's like, if the sky turns green, come downstairs immediately and tell me. And then eventually, we actually did have a tornado come through our backyard and ripped up a huge tree. Um, But it was just a little, like, maybe an F1 or something, but... A little, little tiny F1 that will... Just a little one. Yeah, just a little one that goes 100 and some miles an hour still. A little tree. (laughs) So, um, F4 destroys the the drive-in, destroys Meg's town. It looks like like a bomb went through. Great set, right? The one thing Mm -hmm. I will say about this movie is that I I do like its set pieces. You definitely tell it's sound stagey. Like the beginning when the uh, when Joe as a kid is running out of the house to the storm cellar with her parents, definitely sound stage, but it was fun. Um, and this is where they find after they save Meg and the dog that oh, we got to put wings on the balls. Yep. Yes. They can fly, so we're gonna take Pepsi cans and really emphasize that people have cut their fingers mm-hmm. and make it fly, and they only have two left. And this is where the F five shows up. Um, fun fact, I did not know that an F5 was skinny when it came down. I thought it was huge. <laughs> well, yeah, I, guess I mean, all tornadoes to... can grow. Yeah, they got to build momentum, right? He's, right. he's a grower, not a shower. Hey, yes. Hey, well, I'm just, I'm just going all the way to the end. Right. Cause I forgot mm-hmm. about that. But when they are ridiculously inside the funnel mm-hmm. and they're looking up, it's as big as an F1. It's just the speed of it. That makes it like pick up and grow so much. So nice. You remember what I'm talking about? Yeah, no, no. We I was just saying that's a nice that tornado to uh, let them live. Yeah. Right. So this is this is this is this is the this is the Independence Day stuff, right? This is the speed stuff. This is the craziness where they're getting so close to this F5. This is, I mean, they're close. Yeah. They're not even being. They're yeah. so close. They're very close. And and then she's like, "What is that?" He's like, "What's that?" It was this. It was this tanker truck, right, strictly from the trailer. That was fun, exciting, right? You could tell it wasn't CG when parts were, but it was fun, you know. And it explodes, and they go through it. They go through a house. I mean, come on. This is. I guess we're going in. Oh that God. is a great advertisement for that truck. Because that yeah. thing makes it through a power line falling on it. It drives through the tanker on fire. It drives through a house. And the only thing that stops it is because they drive it through a cornfield into a tornado. Yeah, oh, that's true. You don't, it, see, you don't see Ford doing that. It bought uh, or it fought the two tornadoes, right? Did, did you already say that? That it got spun around no. in two? The water's it, yeah. Multiple yeah. tornadoes, it survived. So that means it's able to stay grounded. Even when 18-wheelers get picked up, it will stay down. Yeah, that's crazy, too. Guys, a tanker, because as soon as it hits, it explodes, and it's like, they're not getting picked up. That's nuts. Um, yeah, they're cl- yeah, they, exactly. They're able yeah. to run away. Their car gets picked up, and they go, you better run, and right. they're going to outrun. They're going to outrun a tornado. I just Look, saying that out loud. I, I know this is everybody's complaint with the movie that they're going to outrun a tornado, but at this point, we've earned it, right? I mean, like, if that you just go... Not the major complaint about this movie. There's there's a lot more... Uh, you're not complaining. You're not giving me complaints. I think this has been a pretty smooth show. What's your complaints? Uh, well, there's just the unrealism uh, for the tornado. I guess uh, we could go off, you know, into details about that. But the bigger one, the finer one that everyone would say is that if it's an F5 uh, that for some reason chooses to leave a house standing, chooses to leave a fence standing, and it chooses to go over our two main characters who use leather strap a leather belt strap to tie to a what a uh, uh some lead water pipe, pipe. Yeah, yeah exactly the, the water the pipe that goes down 30 feet and they only just get a little raised up and kind of sucked up like the vacuum and then it just goes away and that's just they don't get hit they don't get impaled with anything they wouldn't uh, i believe Sarah they're not up, ripped apart yeah, phys- uh, physics would have them being ragdolled uh as they're kind of hanging on that uh, before they get completely ripped in, in half probably bef- that's even if by the way which it they're, wouldn't they're the leather dead. yeah wouldn't wouldn't hold on and last that it would just get ripped um, and the pipes have fittings, so the pipe actually would have been ripped apart because the the part that they tied to did not go down 30 feet. There was a fitting that went on to the pipe that went down 30 feet. 
Okay, so you guys are giving me logic, but you're giving me logic in a movie that doesn't have logic. So, I mean, don't you think we earned this part? No, I mean, right, right. You're you're right, Jordan. And at that part, this is early on in the movie when the logic escaped. This movie is when the fun begins, because then, and Sarah can vouch for this. I started giving the tornadoes voices. <laughs> oh <laughs> yes. Can you can you elaborate a little bit more? Oh, or I'm gonna come get you. I'm gonna come right at you. You better go in that check, cause I'm gonna come get you. you oh, I'm gonna get, get sucked up. Oh no, I didn't go. Oh no, you beat me. I'm gonna go. It's away. like a, get a, you a next modified time. Bill Cosby. Nice, a modern Bill, a tornado Bill Cosby. I was trying Cosby. to go over that. I'm just going for like a, you know, he wasn't. you know, just. It was a very oh, like dad voice. Oh, I'm a tornado. I'm gonna come get you real fast. You better not run away <laughs> from me. Where are you? Oh. oh no, you beat me. Yeah, Where's my back? As it goes up in the air. Look, I mean, I'm, look, I, I'm not getting into a park where I was the same tornado that got your father. I'll be back. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Twister the Revenge. That'd be great. Uh, <laughs> and you, you know, I, I don't know what it is because I'll be honest with you. I went into this movie thinking, bless HBO Max, by the way, for having it. Um, I went into this thing. I wasn't going to like it. You know, and this is not a popcorn rating yet, but I'm just like, okay, I'm not a kid anymore. I'm not a teenager. Like, I'm a grown man. I have seen tornadoes. Like, okay, this is ridiculous, right? Like, you know, you're you're gonna like, yeah. Uh, but <laughs> I'm I, not a kid I'm, anymore. I'm a grown up. Uh, <laughs> Kevin McAllister over that. there. Yeah, I'm not afraid anymore. <laughs> I, I still get scared by the furnace. Um. No, I just, I was just, I was thinking, okay, arms folded, whatever. This is about a crazy tornadoes, but it was still, it's still ridiculous. So I guess I don't have a complaint with them running through the cornfield. Granted, I was in a cornfield on Friday. Sideway, we had, uh, we had our parade here in town and we went to go get corn from the local farmer. He was giving us 12 stalks for free. Hold on. Did, okay. you, did you say sideway mean segway? Because when you say you had a cornfield and then, yes, it, and yes, then sideways, segway, like, sideways like, that's a, that's a saying. Yeah. That that was me because I'm thinking of tornado. But segway. Uh, we went Which way were you running? Park. Was it backwards? Right. Go ahead. Left. Uh, so, <laughs> so anyway, um, if you guys have never been in a cornfield, uh, Sarah, I'm sure you have, right? Because you live in the country. That you know sense. exactly what I'm going to say. The, the the farmer said, "Yeah, can you get 12, 12 stalks, not ears, stalks for your for your float?" And going through that stuff and actually like touching like the leaves, they're sharp. Mm -hmm. uh, that stuff is heavy. They have like yep. roots on top of roots, kind of thing. Like, there's no way they're opening their doors. No, for the no. truck. I did make that point. Like, they're they're supposedly keeping these doors open while they're going through the corn, and then they're supposed to jump before they get squished by the door closing. Yeah, like, I don't. Eh, it's yeah. not believable. But it, it's crazy, right? Because I, I've been through a cornfield, so I get it. But again, though, at this point, though, Joe's dad has died from an F5. This is tornado coming back for revenge, if you will say that. But you know, it's just—it's laughable. But it's—it. But I feel that we've earned it for this kind I'm of. I'm gonna rest until I get your whole family. Har, 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 har. <laughs> <laughs> I just. Um, how about this? I have seen worse, and I don't hate it. I don't hate that they were being leather strapped to a pipe that was a fitting thirty feet, whatever. Because we got a cool shot of them seeing what inside an F5 tornado looks like, and then we get the big, huge reveal of. Dorothy's working! Woo! Yay! You know, and and uh, I will say, though, that I wish uh, Joe's, Joe's truck didn't get destroyed because that Jeep was pretty cool, that yellow Jeep. That, that <laughs> Jeep, Jeep truck? Stuff. Yeah, that Jeep truck was pretty cool. And, uh, God, I mean, I don't know what else to say about it. Like, I don't think it's that bad. So, you got, I, mean, I mean, I guess you guys want to get into the popcorn. Go, go right into it. It seems like you're... Um... Kind of set it I'm up. giving this large. I'm 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 straight giving this large because it's fun. I you know what uh, I, I I said to you before a few podcasts ago, Eric, that sometimes I feel like a medium is kind of a cop out, which I don't ever want to get rid of her medium bag rating. But like I don't like this. This movie's not a small. This movie's entertaining. This movie's fun. This movie brought back a lot of nostalgic memories. Uh, I'm not going into a movie that's called Twister, which is about tornadoes that don't have personalities. And they're supposed to be the villain, if you will. You know, I I'm going into this, I'm going to this having fun. If, yeah. I'm, I'm, if this is this is a fun, stupid, stupid movie. 
And I think it does not deserve the hate that it gets. Also, the soundtrack is awesome. Another segue, friends and I were driving to Cleveland around college time, and we're driving through a bad storm, and somebody blared Humans Being by Van Halen. Brought back a lot of memories because they play the song in the movie. You know, so it, it's 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 fun. It's really fun. I'm actually excited to see Twisters. I'm I'm kind of kind of stoked yeah. about. It. We'll see how uh, that goes, huh? We have seen a lot worse. Eric, we reviewed Sharknado. So, yeah. like, I mean, we have seen worse. But uh, for nostalgia purposes, for just a fun, turn your brain off and chew on popcorn. I think this is fine. I think it's a large. Enjoy it. So, Sarah, what is your popcorn rating for Twister? I think it's a solid medium for me. I I do enjoy this movie, but it's another one where, as an adult, when I'm watching it with a critical eye, I am asking myself some of the bigger questions and wondering about the answers more than I used to. I'm not just sitting back and enjoying it as a movie. Um and so maybe with the the movie guy's lens on, uh, yeah. it's I'm more likely to give it a different a different score than I would if I was just watching it for purely entertainment. Um, so I'm I'm giving it a medium. It's fun. It's silly. Uh, don't expect to learn any real scientific facts from it. Uh, I still maintain that Bill Pullman is the or excuse me, Bill Pack Bill Paxton. Yep. Yeah. Which one? Bill Paxton. Thank you. Uh, is the villain. Um, but it's a, it's a, it's a fun little date movie, you know? Okay. Eric, what is your popcorn rating for Twister? Um, you know, I really do agree with both of you. If I had the ultra critical lens on, I probably would give it a medium to say like, oh, this isn't, you know, supposed to be and it's logical, but given the time and where it was released, this is again, peak nineties movie. This is a senseless kind of plot. Enjoy the explosions, enjoy the, the big bass and the Dolby 5 uh, surround sound or whatever, and buckle up, enjoy the ride. That's really all this was. I think it speaks, as we were in this conversation, a few things need to be mentioned. Again, because this movie, as silly as it was, uh, I was having fun with it. Obviously, if I'm watching it from a, a point where like I'm I'm adding dialogue to or just having fun with it i'm having fun with this movie this movie obviously had a culture enough impact to where it has its own museum in which Wichita, whatever the hell uh, oklahoma uh if it has that and we're still talking about it, it you know obviously years later as this pivotal part there was a spinoff that came from this called the night of the twisters did you know that starring devin sawa i did yeah yeah Oof. Uh, and I, yeah, not good. Not there's, a, good. there's a quote in that movie that actually we as a family uh, joke about inside. Sarah, you have to bring it up to my dad next time. But Devin Sawa says something about like that night changed everybody's lives, and I think about it quite a bit. That was it. That was like, it was, like right. towards the end of the movie after the Twisters came um, and ganged up and bullied everybody. But this obviously leaves. A, a huge mark in pop culture like this has left an imprint and even more so if riley is watching this i think this is a fantastic introduction you can watch this as a family this used to be a thriller or if you want to even call it a scary movie but now this is maybe something that you can just kind of you know watch with your six-year-old seven-year-old now and you know have them introduced to the dangers of green skies and tornadoes Tell, mm -hmm. take cover this movie is fun uh, the only there are a few gripes i have it besides it being the illogical part but um i don't know if it, it did feel a little bit longer than an hour 53 this is what imdb says the runtime was did it need to be an hour 53 do you think you hour guys, and a half yeah you know, yeah it's like do you think you guys could have shaved yeah, an extra you... 10 or 15 off of it I think you could have cut out one of the tornadoes it didn't need to go one two three four five they could have cut one out and it would have been fine. I would even argue if if uh, I can go as far to get rid of uh, Melissa altogether. Yeah, there was no she was no reason for. Well, she a sex therapist. They said she was a reproductive therapist. Yeah, she was a sex therapist. That's Something what I like thought. That. Yeah, so unless like she would, uh, you know. I don't know, have a fling or something with uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman at the end, and they had to be a joke where she's working through maybe their something. But either way, I don't see this character really bringing anything to the movie other than highlighting kind of what a douche Bill is in this entire movie. Yep. 
and, and maybe that's what the goal of it was. But Bill does definitely does seem very, very, very selfish and more like, all right, well, what do I want? Uh, forget Joe, because obviously I'm going to move to the city and do my own thing. Forget Melissa, because, oh, wait, I forgot what it was like to chase these storms again. And he just, yeah, so, oh, that's enforces uh, Sarah's villain theory there. That, that well, remember, though, his only motivation to stay was because Jonas stole his idea. Again, his only yeah. motivation, he said, I give you one day, one day, and I'm gone. I'll give because you for the Joe period was. of this movie that takes over 24 hours. To so, what's your rating out. then? Is I said a large. I, didn't I? A large. No, you, you did not. Oh, I didn't. I, didn't, I was building up to it. That, it, but not out of content, but out of what it's left behind, out of its achievement. That how many, you know, um, I think that this movie may have kicked in a new era of like the natural disaster movies. Mm -hmm. A lot of them came after this. Dante's Peak, Volcano. Yeah. A lot of them were volcano related. Um, There's a few of them, but there was a, there was a few other ones too, uh, of like Apocalypse, and I'm sure we could pull it out and get that list, but it, it does feel that uh, Twister was the one that was the, the leader in this. It, it probably had a big old box office. Where's the numbers here? Do you, do you guys have the, the box office numbers here? Nope. Nope. Uh, I'm sure I could pull it up here. Here we go. Budget is 92 million, and grossed opening weekend 41 million. I mean, 96. That's not bad. Uh, yeah, for 96 worldwide, it made a half a bill. Half a bill in 96? Yeah, just short of 500. 949 wow. is uh, the gross worldwide. All right, all right. And that's Amazing not too shabby. Amazing it's taken them this long to make a sequel. You know what? You said uh, something a little bit ago that made me think of something that we're saying goodbye or whatever. You said something about never mind. I lost on that one because I was going to segue into I can't believe we're coming to the end of Nostalgia Extravaganza. We got one more episode to go. Um, but let's see. Uh, what were some other ones? Uh, Deep Impact, right? Armageddon. Mm hmm. That was the adult one. Deep Impact was the boring adult one when nothing happened the last five minutes. Um, Elijah Wood was in that one. Nobody cares about Deep Impact. No, because no, Armageddon was better. Um, yeah, Armageddon had the action. Perfect Storm. It, that was 2000. It, yeah, which is, which is after 96. I know, but it was years later. Yes, four, four Don't years. Don't sass me. Four whole years. It's a long time in kid <laughs> world. It's a, it's a statute oh, of limitations so on movie genres here, yeah. Hey, 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 in kid world, it's a long time. 96 is a far way along from 2000 in kid world. Uh, yes, yeah, I guess you have to sometimes wait that long for Jafar to make his return, huh? Right. So uh, we're recording Twister here, right? So, of course, we're in September for this review. But then we got one more in October. I mean, this is our third year doing Nostalgia Extravaganza. We're coming to an end. So I, in our I, fourth year? Nope. Third. We did. You guys did sex comedies. I'm talking with you. Oh, but, okay. Yes. Well, thank you. Fourth yes, year, my third year. Yes. Yeah, we, yes. Well, the first year was a practice round, huh? <laughs> it, was, it, it was. It was. It was. Uh, do we want to wait to announce what we're going to do? I Yeah, yeah we're going to wait. Yeah, we're going to we definitely wait. wait. Mm -hmm. We're going to wait. But, of course, like always... Uh, at the end of October, November is when we get our wrap-up, so everybody gets to hear what our review is. And no more children's movies either, right? Uh, Goofy Movie was the last one for our Nostalgia Extravaganza of, of cartoons, I'm sorry. Oh, so, yeah, yeah this, is, this is it, right? We're 96. We are around 9, 10 years of age, right? We get one more big one, and here we go. But Check us out at movieguyspodcast.podbean.com. Check us on Instagram. Sarah, where can we find us on Instagram? Uh, at movieguyspod. Movieguyspod. You can find us on Instagram. Talk to us there. We are starting our Instagram and making it awesome and getting into 2023. Jordan's confused, so Sarah's helping me with that. <laughs> uh, why I'm doing this, I don't know why I'm doing this, but I'm doing that. I know. Great visuals uh, always come over on podcast. Yeah, well, great visual. Jordan we're, is pretending to type with just his pointer fingers. Right, because we're not a visual podcast. So uh, there we go. Uh, but like always, check us out on those websites and also wherever you get your podcast from. We are on Spotify, iHeartRadio, Pandora. Apple Podcast. So thank you so much for joining me, Eric and Sarah. And we'll be back next month for one more episode of Nostalgia Extravaganza. Have a good night.
So last night we're getting we're, last night we're getting ready to watch Twister. This is all true. I can't make this up because you two know me very well. And Gina says, "Do you want popcorn?" And I said, "Yeah, popcorn's cool." So she she hid it from me because I've never done it. She pulled out the 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 popcorn you put in a stove and you shake it with the styrofoam yeah yeah the the stovetop the tinfoil one right the tinfoil one and eric you and i are so on the same wavelength i'm like oh my god that's from scream yeah (laughs) and gina's like what i was like nothing and and then i was like i want to cook this and she's like you ever done this before and i was like no and she was like okay well you got to put it on turn it on and you got to keep on shaking it Mm -hmm. i said in your hand Oh, okay. So I turn on high and the girls, you know, Gina is on my left, rise on my right. I'm just like standing here. It's on high. I'm going, you know, just shaking it, kind of smiling. Like this is like scream, scream, <laughs> this is like scream. Like, you know, what you, what you make it popcorn, you know, just like doing that, you know, and nothing's happening. And I'm like, am I doing something wrong? Right. And Gina's like, no, just keep, just shake it. Right. So I'm going, shaking it harder. And she's like, no, like, just like, just like, you know, you know, you know, like, you know, give like a jingle, you know, like, oh, okay. So I'm doing that. And then it's all of a sudden the sizzling starts to happen. And then it starts to like get a little pop and it scared me a little bit. Right. Cause the pop, right. First pop. And I was like, oh, evidently the top part that is on top of the tin foil, you're supposed to peel off for the instructions, but I, peeled. And that's what allows it to expand. You left the right. paper on. I did oh, not. Jordan. I peeled, I peeled all of it off. So when I peeled all of it off, the, the, the tin foil was still on it, right? But I peeled the paper off that the right side of the tin foil was exposed. So popcorn was flying out of the right side, falling, oh. falling into the gas stove. And popcorn was literally on fire. Oh. I'm just like, am I doing it right, Gina? Am I doing it right? <laughs> she just like, turn it off, turn it off. So oh. she turns it off and she puts it into the uh, sink and puts water on it. And I was like, well, thank God we have real popcorn. Act two, extra movie theater butter. Let me put this in the microwave where it belongs. Boop, done. But yeah, that's my... That's my first time. I'm never making that. That is so stupid. Whoever invented that is an idiot. Like what I can't believe this? you you did that. So that's uh, a true story. I I know how to cook it because I've I've never actually cooked it. I've watched my sisters both burn their hands on <laughs> on both it because you know I don't know if they've they've changed it. I would I'd imagine that they probably didn't. But it was that wire handle on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a wired handle. And yeah. obviously, you know, heat makes fools of us all. Thermodynamics, right? And the thing the handle got hot, and then they grabbed it and got a little uh got a little home alone burn on their on their palm there but it was one of those where i i you're supposed to just leave it on mm-hmm. uh, under the fire there for a little bit until you start seeing steam or smoke and then you have to shake 